this is the vibe I'm on this week, SoundCloud niggas and, and Apple and, and Spotify. Sorry, YouTube niggas, y'all don't get this. This is the vibe I'm on. He did a live show on that tour this week, man. I don't know why. So that T Lane. And I, and I was listening to people's comments. They Honestly, like, I'm embarrassed. I've been so fucking careless. Caught in my fucking ways. You should not this have to wait. Right. I've this been this so is, fucking selfish. This is almost a I'm jealous. Yeah, this is, this I don't nobody with you. Still got my sneaky I watched his performance this week. I know I'm wrong for life. Guess these are my confessions. Like I know I lied so many times that I believe my answers. I know I'm I made you wait. You shouldn't have to wait. You used to beg me. To say you shouldn't have to say you went and found an athlete. Now I hate, I hate fucking athletes. Nah, 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 nah. toxic, bro. That shit is hard. That shit is hard. Oh, nigga was spitting, bro. That shit is. I'm gonna tell you. One time for ourselves. This is episode 192. <laughs> Shout out to y'all, man. We fuck with y'all. Whether you listen to us once or listen to us every week. Round of applause for y'all as well. So we up in the money to do the young boy Jesus, aka the People's Champ, aka Beard Gang is in the building. I'm looking super rough, but Vax Gang, almost time for the second shot. Then I'm gonna be out good. I'm gonna be out in them streets for good. I'm I'm excited because like the funny thing is I didn't go out before the uh, pandemic. Like talking about, it. I was like, nah, fuck you niggas. I'm staying in my house. Like I don't want to see none of y'all. Now it's like, damn, I kind of been in my house too long. I don't have an excuse now. It's like, all right, yeah, I kind of do want to go outside. Just to, just to see. And I know the first time I'm going to go out, I'm going to be out and I'm going to be like, this is why I fucking hate this shit. And then not go out again for like three weeks. But it's the fact that I haven't been able to, that's got me down. Bro, that's exactly what happened to me. Like when I went to the casino, I was out and just being around a bunch of drunk ass niggas <laughs> doing dumb shit. I was just like, man... I need to go back to my house. Uh, <laughs> I like being in my own little space, bro. I hate being around a bunch of ignorant shit. See, that's I, that's you know exactly that's exactly how. I feel. That's what I was about to say because I'm like, I I went to a, a fashion show with Thea whatever uh, yesterday, and I'm fully vaccinated now, so we were chilling or whatever. And it was like it was enough people where I was like, ah, I miss this type of shit. But it wasn't like because we know it's fashion show, so it was like. Elegant type shit, wasn't nobody doing nothing crazy, even though he was drinking and shit like that. Nobody doing nothing crazy. Right. But like, then I'll go on my Snapchat and I'll see Marley's, I'll see uh, The Office. And I'm like, that shit is body to body, my nigga, every weekend. Every weekend, nigga. Like, it's been that way. And I want to just go be body to body one night. Just one night, just just to feel it. Just to be in there playing music like, what's up, Lynn? Yo, yo, my girl get mad at me because multiple people keep talking to me. I'm not paying no attention. I want that argument one night. And I know it's an argument that's going to happen, and I'm ready for it, <laughs> but I want it. like, Because <laughs> when, when that happens, it's going to be like, I told you, bitch, I was that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is crazy, man. I feel it, though. I feel it. Just like, feel it. don't forget who you did, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, bro. <laughs> and it's just one night, dude. And then after that, I'm going to be my old introverted self back in my house. See, I, I really wish, though, that there was a chill, like, scene like that in Vegas. Because I feel like like in Vegas, it's either, like, some little shitty little... They got, like, these... Y'all either got like, shitty biker bars or, like, fucking glitz and glam, huh? Pretty much, bro. So in Vegas, like, if, if anybody ever come out here and they like not in a touristy area you'll notice there's like these little chain bars just all over the city 
so it's kind of like picture like a, a miniature Dave and Buster's. Okay. But it's like it's like these little chain bars that's just on every corner. Yeah. And okay. it's either that, which is lame as fuck, or you like at the cosmopolitan, you at fucking Bellagio, you at the top shit. And it's like neither one of them appeal to me. Like I kind of mm. miss the Lafayette scene where you could just go to a bar. It's chill, all you niggas in there, you know what I'm saying? Because you know how Lafayette is. You could just go out and you're going to see somebody you know. You're going to see at least two people you know. Yeah. Minimum. And see, that's okay. So I I was watching watching a TikTok. They were saying basically like downtown for y'all is like where the locals hang out. And then the strip is the strip. The strip ain't downtown. Yeah, it, nah, so the Fremont area is like where all the locals be, but even that's too crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Fremont, but the parking situation out there is nuts. His ass, okay. So it's like, yeah, I don't even be trying to fuck with that. That's oh, locals crazy. is driving. Them motherfuckers, all the drunk motherfuckers. Brooklyn, all you can go to, nigga, <laughs> backwater bars, nigga. You in Monroe, nigga. You go. What you mean, bro? This place is, I, I promise you, bro, it's the blackest place I've ever been to. For real? In my life. Real. See, I, I have that. never not gone to a gas station before because there was a bunch of black people until I got here. These motherfuckers out here from the age of 14 shooting each other. Crazy. This place is so goddamn hood. And I was like, I would have never guessed it. This shit is like Lil Shreveport, nigga. This shit ghetto as hell. I thought yeah, everything about chicken on every goddamn corner, bro. The fried chicken place on every corner. Yeah, I thought gas station sell fried chicken. Was like the was the ghetto was like uh you know, hillbilly territory, like, like, coon ass. It looking like most of the, almost every big city in Louisiana is black as fuck. That's true. Like, Charles is hella black. So yeah. Is shows, I just, I just didn't know about this one until I got here, but this shit black as fuck. Okay, see, it's I like thought y'all was too White people in this little corner, super and black. then all the black people's everywhere. Okay, wait, you in West Monroe or East Monroe? That's gonna make a big difference. Well, you mean Monroe, because it ain't yeah. East Monroe, it's just Monroe. But I'm in Monroe. Okay, so you're not in West Monroe, because I know no. West Monroe the hood. Now, West Monroe's where all the white people at. For real? Uh-huh. I thought West Monroe was where the good athletes go. Yeah, and I that's why that was all the school. black people yeah. go over there. Oh, They damn. be transferring across the river. Oh, they be okay. moving their kids across the river so they can go to West Monroe. Yeah, that's okay. facts. That is where the athletes go, but that's so Yeah, crazy. I thought that's what, I thought that was like that's the hood so niggas, man. I thought that's I remember West Monroe had a run, bro. Yeah. Like, them niggas go. had like 10 years in a row and nobody could fuck with them. They do this thing where they go, they they be seeing them, them little niggas when they in like eighth grade, seventh grade, and they go oh, and talk to their moms okay. and try to get them to move across the river. Oh yeah, bro. Okay, real. Oh yeah. You know, let me introduce my guys. Brooklyn is back, nigga. What's up with you? How you doing this week? Chilling, man, chilling. You know, another day, another dollar. The you drop crazy, but, you know. How you doing this week, man? I'm good, man. Like I was telling you before you started recording, bro. My my boys are still alive, so I'm good. Dude, man. We, we 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 held an early funeral, man. They they coming yeah, back. Yeah, man. Do hey, have, hey, should, I, should I get on board? Cause Zoe hey, balled bro. last night. Bro, like, he he, he dropped what thirty three, damn yeah. near triple double. Career high, career high. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Saved like this. it was him and Zion that saved the game. Bi was nowhere to be. Facts. Hey, we gotta talk about if the Pels fucked up giving that nigga a max. I'm gonna say oh, that. It's too early for that. It, yeah, it's it's early now. We ain't gonna get there yet. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a chance, but he really been like, cause this little end stretch of the season, he ain't been good. Really important. Yeah, and when your max player is healthy, you supposed to be the nigga that's taking that's us dominated. to the promised land. That's a fact. And he ain't been showing up, but yeah, he, he look, he was missing in action last night. So so okay, so I'm gonna ask you, should I get excited again? 
well, th- this my Don't thing. I think I think me even still watching these games is getting excited. You know what I mean? Probably too excited because I told I myself like four or five games ago, I was like, all right, the season done. I'm 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 done with it. I said same but thing. We had a few. Bro, they got they got the Warriors twice in a row at the Smoothie King. Look, what they if at? they win these first two, my nigga. I'm bought back in. I'm, I'm if, we, if they win those two, I, I I would definitely tomorrow night, man. Tomorrow's gonna be that. litty. I'm look, look, because bro, they they three games back, and both right. of those games count as two, so they'll basically move up full games if they win both exactly. of those games, and then we we in the what's gonna fuck it up though is losing that last game to the Spurs. Because mm. if shit get a little iffy, we ain't got the tiebreaker against them. Against them, yeah, so. true. Oof, well, all right, all right, I'm going to buy back in. I'm buying back in tentatively. Oh, yeah, I'm bought back in. I'm buying back Unfortunately, in. Unfortunately, but I'm bought back and in. And we're going to see how it go. Just know I'm a Pelly's nigga. Also got to say, the Saints had a horrible draft, my nigga. They horrible did. draft. They did. Horrible man. draft. Them niggas had me doing the Snoop Dogg the whole time. Who? Them Who? For real. It was bad. And me and she were talking about that on Bro Super Ball, but that shit was terrible. Asshole. You said you're not surprised. No, I wasn't surprised at all. They do this all the time, bro. Any, was... Anybody who you think makes sense, they're not going to take them. And oh. what's crazy is sometimes it ends up working out. I look back at Davenport, and it was a good pick. You know what I mean? But this dude, like Davenport, if he was healthy, his his health is the only I shit. But if, not about your best ability is availability. That's right. I was about yeah. to say, I was like, that's his yeah. main thing, bro. <laughs> Fuck that yeah. nigga, dog. Trash ass. I met, I, funny enough, I met that nigga at, uh, what bar I was at in New Orleans? I met that nigga at Barcadia. And I hit him up. I was like, yo, come on the pod. And he was like, yeah. Fuck you, nigga. You trash. <laughs> <laughs> Dude gonna end up like homeboy that was talking shit to Aaron Donna. No, I'm never gonna run into that nigga. That's the thing. Ever since Schubert moved, I don't really be going to New Orleans like talking about because like, well, I mean, I do have my girlfriend's sister house I can stay at, but y'all know how that is. I'd rather, you know, stay at my nigga Shuby house, but right, yeah, of course. Y'all, yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all know how that one is, but and that's no disrespect because I love her boyfriend. She he fired, but you know, y'all know. But all right, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're gonna see what's up with this thing. We're gonna talk more about that later. Man, I'm trying to see where I want to start this week. So much, so much hate happened this week. So much, so much nonsense. But I guess we'll start here with, with me and Doom's guys. The pod is back, man. The JBP, Doom, what's up with, what's up with them niggas, man? Man, After, I don't know, I'm going to just say this, Doom. After, like, we talked originally and then watching, like, some academics videos, then watching some other people do say stuff about it, I don't know how I feel, man. I don't know how I feel. The niggas might have got hold. <laughs> I don't know. It's just hard to say, bro, because, like, a part of me, I really do think that this bullshit was, like, some weak-ass rollout. You think it was planned? I think they, they like, well, let me say this. From what it sound like, just listening to the pod, I think it started out as something that they intended to be a rollout, and then genuine shit started happening. Now, I could be way off with that. I think but you just are from this time. just from just from listening, that's what I think, man. Because like the dynamic don't seem the same. Like they, they sound don't. like they seem like, they seem upset. Feelings are hurt. Yeah, like, it sounds like, like like two disconnected niggas. What would have Rory been the, the the uh the objective of this rollout, dude? He I'm think, so he confused. Thinks, he thinks to get the ish and I show. 
That's what it's a nice show. And I, bro, I'm telling you, if, that's coming if, on Patreon if, because if they did pictures was, of it today. For real? I think so. Yeah, they took pictures of like an Ian posted it and shit. It was like Joe sitting with Ish and then like they was talking. Bro, I'm telling you, if if that's the case, the rollout work because I'm I'm into the Ish nice shit. But see, I'm okay, my thing with that is I think they just stumbled on that because. I don't know, man. The way he was talking to Rory and Maul on that show, that was that was disrespectful. <laughs> I was super disrespectful. How you talking to the public? I think he had to do that though. Cause like you remember when I hit you up and I told you, hey, bro, you gotta go listen to this brilliant idiots episode. They was calling them niggas daddy, bro. That was bro, crazy. Them niggas was shitting. And I think to everybody as far as like like joe because you gotta think he like an industry ass nigga so you know niggas in the industry like damn bro you got the biggest platform in the game and you letting these little niggas fuck shit up for you like he had to come back and strong on some shit and let niggas know like all right this is what it is but i think the pod is fucked up now because they kind of realize like damn we the bitch Ma definitely not acting the same if you listen yeah he's yeah he not he not the, in it. The like the first episode back, he didn't say a word till like 20 minutes in. And he had to be like called directly. Like Joe had to say, like, Maul, what you think? That nigga was just sitting there not saying shit. <laughs> I didn't even know he was on the show. Bro, that's I feel so bad for them niggas, man. That's embarrassing, dog. I'm not gonna lie. And like I feel for them, but then after listening to academics talk about how Joe said that's his life, I feel that as well. But that goes back to what I was telling you. He couldn't stop the show. Like, right. I don't think stopping the show would have worked, but I do think the way he handled it was wrong. Because I think there was a better way to handle that. See, but I, I'm, I'm curious to see what the better way would have been. Because when I listen to Joe Defense, I think he did way more than he should. You know what I mean? Mm, that's fair. Because initially, he could have been like, nigga, you're going to show up and you're going to do how I say do it. Cause it is what it is. It's the Joe Button podcast, and contractually, you obligated to do it. And see, that go back to my whole issue, my whole problem with it at first when he named his shit after him, and I was like, oh god, like okay, if I'm them niggas, I feel a type of way about that. See, but I don't know if I like. Let's say you know what I'm saying. Like, you was a famous ass nigga, fucking, you know. And I know I'm just a regular degular dude. If I want to have a draw into the show and you name it the Lynn Burton podcast, I'm not mad. Like it's Brandon. It's good Brandon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he he did is the Joe Button podcast with Rory Amal. You know what I mean? Off. Like it Well, yeah, he had to. Nah. <laughs> he had to. Yeah, nah. too. Jeez, man. Sad it's just crazy how that it's, that shit It's definitely not out. the same energy over there. It's definitely yeah. not. And I heard that in the most recent episode. We're going to just keep listening. But, you know, glad they're back. But Yeah, I'm definitely glad they're back. But in a way, I do miss the Joe-ish and Ice dynamic. You're going to get that on that. You're going to end up buying Patreon for that. That's coming. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to. If they drop a Patreon show, especially if Joe in it still. Like, if Joe in it, He was in I'm it with the picture I saw. Yeah, I'm definitely all in. If Joe's still in it. Also, I'm... Rory Mall, they just need to sneak academics this time. Fuck that nigga act, bro. Act talking too. Nah, nah, Brooklyn. He talking too greasy on them streams. He talking way too greasy on them streams. You think they catch him outside? I don't even think act go outside no more, bro. Probably not. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, wouldn't I feel like he him. don't go outside, bro. I wouldn't. Just DoorDash everything. They didn't invite. He got too much enemies, bro. Like I ain't crazy. going outside. Not by myself. He was talking, <laughs> dude. You saw them videos. He was talking too crazy about them niggas, man. Yeah, man. I see. I don't know. I feel like he doing that because he know that he can. 
Mm. Like I really feel like, and I, that's why I say it's a good motive for him to hold whatever he got. Cause remember the last time we talked about it, I was saying whatever act got on him is something crazy. And what what better way to keep a nigga from pulling up on you where you be but like, yeah, hey, nigga, you you could come jump jump me if you want, do me do me something if you want, but if something happened to me, the whole world gonna know about this. So Crazy. try you up, bitch. I got my you. shit in the drafts, bro. For you got real. it in the drafts. It's a, it's, a, ready. It's, a, it's a shaky situation. These niggas, all I'm gonna say is these niggas too old for that. Like they all too old for all of this. That's facts. Yeah, it's too. Old. They make they all making too much money for all of this. The only one that like I think is funny is like Andrew Schultz calling the niggas dad and saying Rory and Mark called Joe Budden daddy. That's hilarious. Bro. Yeah, that's wild, bro. He was shitting. He, <laughs> he didn't was, give a fuck. He was bro, I had been telling you for like oh no, you I gotta give you props. You've been saying this for like three weeks. Them niggas been shading Joe Budden and they finally came yeah, out. Yeah, bro. And and it was like it was it was throwing me off because they would say certain shit and then Charlemagne wouldn't want a name drop. So they would talk shit. In a way to where, like, if you was a Joe Button podcast fan, you know, and you was following a little beef, you would pick up on certain shit. Like, yo, that was a shot at Joe. But then he would act like they was talking about something else. So I was like, maybe he not talking about Joe, but no, he talking about Joe. And then now that they back together, Andrew was just like, fuck that. We name dropping. I want all the smoke today, bro. And nigga had, I don't know if you seen the video part of the pod, but this nigga had like a prop gun and he was pointing it at the screen. Like he was sending oh, he doing, shots. He's he doing too he much. He sending shots, my nigga. <laughs> he's he doing too much. He was sending shots, he beat his ass. He doing way too much. But that's, a, that's enough in the pod world. Brooklyn, you saw Tyrese was shaving his, his wife vagina. Would you do that? Would you shave your girl vagina? See, now, we've been saying this for a while now. Tyrese, Tyrese has been doing anything to stay relevant, right? <laughs> it's been like at least three or four years. I'm trying to think. I can't remember it's whenever he had to falling out with The Rock. Whenever he had to falling out with The Rock and he felt like he lost his chance at being in the Fast franchise or whatever, he's been doing the most to stay relevant. This was something that even if he was doing it, why was it shared? Yeah, why was like it made public? <laughs> Why? This why? was a random like Wednesday. Why? Like, why are you put that on IG, my nigga? That was my face. I was like, this is why we don't fuck with you now, bro. You this is why everybody said he was help. Nigga was just shaving his girl coochie on IG. What's wrong with I'm... it? You like that energy, Doom? Wait, is, is Doom for this energy I of shaving coochie? <laughs> this nigga froze. Let's see if he come back. Cause he trying to, cause he trying to shave coochie. That's why. <laughs> His wife, I said, hold the fuck up, nigga. I ain't about to let Bro. you say no shit. Y'all can hear me, man. <laughs> we hear you now. I kind of. Let's see. Let's see you back. All right, man. What What was the... What was the... What was the situation? Like, was he this just, girl pregnant he, or... No, his girl was normal. She, she just shaved her coochie oh, alive. He, that nigga's wild, bro. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying, bro. You feel the the pregnancy thing is something different, bro. The pregnancy thing is a whole different scenario. Nigga just shaved his girl vagina on live like nothing happened. Yeah, bro. And even if she was pregnant, doing it on live is still nuts. Right. That's nuts. That is nuts, bro. Super nuts. And my thing is, like, because I, I know that he, he be reaching to stay relevant and all this shit, but I feel like if he wouldn't have done all the little dumb shit that he do, we would look at him as one of those legendary ass niggas. 
We probably Facts. would. No, not probably. We definitely would. He made he, Facts. he made some like, like exactly musically, acting career wise. He got some of the like he was in the Fast series. He did Baby Boy, which is a black nigga classic. You know That's what I'm saying? Fact. He he had bangers in his music career. Like I feel like if he would have just played Jim. the course. Yeah, we would look at him like we look at Jamie Foxx and niggas like that, but he People just be calling for him to get a wow, verse. Yeah, he yeah, just bro. Much. That's a fact. <sighs> he about to go in space doing that new Fast movie. I'm boycotting that movie, bro. I'm not watching him and Ludacris in some duct tape ass suit going to space. That shit makes no sense. <laughs> makes no fucking. First of all, none of it's been making sense lately, bro. That shit, that, Brooklyn. They go to they go to space in a fucking car. What, what the fuck is that? Didn't they run down a plane in a car? They ran down a submarine in a car. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, they getting wild, bro. They're getting wild. You see why The Rock didn't want to have nothing to do with that. <laughs> right. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, look, count me out, bro. I'm done. I'm oh, yeah, done I'm definitely it. done. I'm super done. Fast and Furious shit is trash, nigga. But Ty, we're going to see Tyrese in a duct tape space suit going to space. So we're going to see what's up with that, nigga. But he needs to... Stop putting his wife's vagina on live. But I mean, Facts. if you like it, do you, nigga? Uh, if she into that, then whatever. Brooklyn and Doom, what y'all gonna do, man? Joe Budden getting menthols out of here, man. Not Joe Budden, Joe Budden getting menthols out of here, man. What you niggas gonna do? <laughs> y'all, y'all I just say, I was like, Bud, dude, I was like, I didn't know Budden was a part of that. But um, nah, that shit was weird. It's just strange. It wild, bro. I like, why is, that, why like, is that a choice of his? I think if it would have been, the only thing that would have been worse is if they banned Black and Miles, okay? <laughs> I was like, what in the anti-nigga shit is this? Well, all this, the flavored cigarellos gone, so they about to take away Swisher Sweets. Uh, but look, first of all, anybody, any grown-ass person that was still smoking Swisher Sweets, That's a fact. they can see these hands, because you were crackhead. Yeah. I'm yeah, telling you crazy. now, you will crack it. Them niggas nasty, bro. I see that every time I go in a gas station and I hear, I hear a nigga or I see a white boy getting, man, let me get them the grapes with sweets. I just look at them. I'm like, you three for 99 cent crackhead. Yeah, just that's crazy, them. bro. That shit killing people. I see, get out of here, Joe. Take it away, nigga. See, but my thing is, and I guess like if you look at it from that perspective, I, I'm, I'm indifferent on it, really. But my thing is, when they asked this nigga about the fucking um, uh, expunging the niggas that had like the weed charges, like mm. they promised, nigga, basically, literally, they said we don't have time to do that yet. But y'all got time to get rid of menthol. Yeah, cigarettes. and they doing all this, and it's like, come on, dude, like niggas was voted in strictly off of those type of promises, and then you say we ain't got time for that, but you got time to be worrying about menthols, my nigga. Like, come on, and dude. it's that. They taking what are we really talking about, man? That's why did they say we taking out menthols just because of black people? Like, why couldn't it just been y'all banning menthols? Like, every article I read said menthols because African Americans are the biggest that's the biggest brand, I mean, uh, flavor that they they get is menthol. And I'm like, they haven't met Becky at at, at La Hacienda, the restaurant that smoked Camel Crushes, her and her 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 sisters. Because Brooklyn, yeah. I know you know the wipers now. They smoke camel crush them nasty ass. They do. That's they all, that, bro. That's the only one. Whenever I see a white woman that smoke, it's always camel crush. Always. That's, that's the only one they fuck with. This shit is nasty. I don't even understand. Like, why? Why menthol though? Outside of like the black people shit. Because like, it's stronger. Is it, is, is it like some extra health risk over normal cigarettes? Yeah, it is. Because like it's uh it's a stronger form of like cigarettes and shit. So like um, 
it's like worse for you. Yeah, All I know is African American. I was like, you want to see these hands, bro? All right, we didn't ask you to ban cigarettes, nigga. I said, free my guys. That's a fact. I said, free my guys. You over here banning menthol cigarettes, nigga. What are you doing? Clowning, nigga. Yeah. Clowning. All right, technical difficulties aside, we are back. So yeah, we we talked Tyree shaving cooter. Shit was fucking ugh. But uh, okay. In the world of music, did any of y'all listen to that trash ass DJ Khaled album? Shit was I skipped through it. I, I don't yeah, know. I didn't. I wouldn't say listen to it, but I peep. Yeah, she was I, at, say, I definitely didn't like really sit down with it, but I definitely listened. Bro, Brooklyn, that shit was asshole, bro. The Cardi B song was bad. The Jay Z and Nas song was bad. Jay Z just gave that nigga like a voice recording or something. Like the Jay Z was like, "Here, nigga, I'm in my house. Here you go, Cali. Stop fucking emailing me. Stop texting me. This is what you gonna get? Who else was bad on there?" Um, didn't like how her sounded on at all in the album. I thought Callie didn't handle her vocals right. Migos was all right. Lil Baby sounded the best. The best song is that Lil Baby. Uh, hold on, I'm about to tell you exactly what it is. It's Lil Baby. And Lil Durk, I think, right? Yeah, Lil Durk, Every Chance. It's the second yeah. song. That's the best fucking song on the thing. Besides, like, the Bryson Tiller joint at the end, uh, the, the Body in Motion one. That was not too, too bad. Nigga got hella Jamaican with that last I'm gonna go song. Peep, man. It's not that last song was hella Jamaican. I'm like, bro, oh, yeah, did you forget that. who your demographic was, bro? I feel Nigga like I had four old Jamaican men. My thing four. is, like, yeah, they did. in their fifties and sixties. I'm like, half these kids don't even know who Mr. Vegas is, nigga. Yeah, I'm he like, had Buju. Why you got? <laughs> <laughs> My mom called me about the song. That's why I'm like, yeah, he bugging out, bro. That's not your demographic. Like, is it time for Khaled to hang it up? It's been time for him to hang it up. Mm. I'm tired of these albums. Yeah, these <laughs> albums don't hit like they did when I'm on one was coming out. I'm gonna just be honest. They're not hitting. Yeah, same. yeah. He he definitely not that no more. But I feel like he found a pocket for that like pop club type shit. Well, he can keep doing you know the I mean? singles joint, but the album, as far as the albums go, they don't gotta keep doing this. He don't gotta keep yeah. doing it. That's what, yeah, he, like like Brooklyn said, he could just and and to what Doom said, he could just put out hit singles every summer. That's all he yeah. has to do. He ain't gotta keep doing this album shit. Like what you trying to yeah. prove, Cal? I know like, the numbers being deflated is got to start to hurt your ego at some point. Also, my I, thing is, do we <laughs> consider him a better DJ than DJ Drama? Because I don't. No, I don't think anybody does. Or is it two different styles? Yeah, I think they in two different lanes, but I don't know. That's a hard one, bro. Cause I feel like like if we if we gauging it by commercial success, Khaled. Obviously might have it's Khaled, them. yeah. Yeah. True commercial success, but DJ drama impact on just hip hop is bigger in my opinion. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah for sure. Like definitely no argument there. But I don't know how you would gauge that kind of situation. True. I think I guess you'd have to compare it mixed. And also I think if you if you set them down for versus it would get kind of tough. It would. You know what I mean? Because it's only a- it's only it's only recently where Khaled had a hell of a run. He did. He did have a hell of a run. But you know, my I, I'm bro. I play DJ drama shit. I play shit from Dedication Two, Dedication Three. You got Trapper Die with Jeezy. You'd have the, the the childish Gambino shit. You'd have the dreams and nightmares shit. 
I don't know. Drama got drama got some hits, bro. They drama got, got a lot of hits. Like he like he said, I think yeah. it would it would be tough though. Am, am I just hating on DJ Khaled right now? Recently, he's been trash. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie about that. I'm just saying, in the past, he's got bangers. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. I'm so hood was a banger at its time. That shit, all the Ace Hood uh, shit. Uh, well. I forgot about the Ace Hood shit. Oh, Ace Hood shit was hard, bro. The Ace Hood shit was, was, was... Wait, what you say, dude? What that I, whole I, little era. Yeah. He brought plies that on. whole the little pl- era, like... Yep. Hold on, I'm about to pull up some, some the old fucking, DJ um, shit. I'm doing the same shit. The, you taking over shit. Yeah. Akon, was crazy. Bro, fuck. I forgot about that one. Hold on, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Kelly got some bangers, bro. Hold on, because I might be hating. The We The Best album, the 2007... What yeah. was the joint? Not bag money. Oh, that was a banger. Oh shit. Okay, I'm from the ghetto. Was a banger. Yep. Uh, New York was a banger. Wait, he made New York. Wait, bitch from I'm from New York. That was Khaled. No way. No fucking way. Never knew that. Never knew that. Nah, that's, that's a different song. Oh, that's a different song. Okay, 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 okay. I was about to. Uh, yeah, that's a different song. I had to click play real yeah. quick. I was about to say. Okay, hold on. Because I seen Jada Kiss and I was like, Jada Kiss is not on this, the original. So I was like, nah. Okay, okay. Because I was about to, I was about to freeze out. I was about to say, I was like, I'm pretty sure that was Fat Joe's song. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And then on the fucking We Global when he got Go Hard. We Global was, yeah, I said We Global was when he really started to. He got Go Hard out here grinding. Yeah, that's hard. That might be the only two though. Yeah, there. no, no, no. That's what he, I'm saying. That was his, his, uh, his ascendance. Into because that was like probably the first time he got like a number one, a true number one was Go Hard, I think. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think Victory, yeah, all, all I do is win is win, obviously the, yeah. was definitely the one that was the number one chart for a while there. I think his best one might have been uh, We the Best Forever when he got almost. Oh, that's st- a fact. He started linking with Drake. Yep, okay, all right. Yeah, it might be tough for DJ Drama. I don't know if he could, it'd be close. I'm that welcome to my hood shit fire too. I forgot about that. Yeah. What, what was the song? Uh, no, I don't. Ne- never mind. Never mind. That wasn't DJ Kevin. Never mind. Cause see, I'm about to say, you know it. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 That's like some Rick Ross, like future. Yeah. Posse cut. What man? The posse cut era's over. When we would have swagger like us, you ain't even know it forever. I miss them days. Well, you would be like, who who rapped the best on them yeah. songs? Who would be on a posse cut today? Like all these like, hating ass niggas is. They they wouldn't ever get in the booth together. I feel like I'm I'm too old for rap now. I'm gonna keep it being. I've been thinking about this for weeks now. Like it's just little baby, the baby, Uzi. Like I might be too old for these niggas. And 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 little baby, the only one that I genuinely That's like. Same. You know what I mean? Same. Like I feel like all the rest of them, I listened through like some ears where it's like, all right, he cool for a new nigga. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I listen to Uzi now. Like, I'll be like, all right, that was cool for one of these new niggas. But Lil Baby, the only one that's really, like, spitting for real. That I'll be like, all right, right. I can listen that to I'm this and actually fuck with Yeah, Baby yeah. is the best. That's why I'm like, I just feel I, I, I hate to say it. We might have outgrown rap, like what rap is today. I think so. Because it's I'm not. I'm definitely, like, reaching that. I was thinking about I was thinking to myself the other day. I was like, man, no, a rap does not feel like the era when... It was Drake, uh, Wale, Big Crit. That was an era. I will say, bro, I will say 
I know there's a lot of artists that's probably saving a lot of shit and they really waiting to get that okay that they can start um touring again. Yeah. Cause I think I think there's a lot of artists that's just holding out. So that I'm not gonna give up hope just yet, my baby. I feel like they got some things in the bag, they got some shit in the vault. And as soon as they get the okay that they can start touring again, I think we're gonna see a lot of music and we're gonna have a different conversation by the end of the summer. Hopefully you're right, because there's been some bad drops this year. Some bad drops, like some drops like, because uh, like we haven't talked music in like three weeks on this show. That's crazy. And I and that's what I'm saying. I was like, it's yeah. definitely hit a, a rough patch for sure. I'm not even gonna lie about that, but I definitely think that the fact that they can't tour has a lot to do with it. That's true. Because them true. releasing music don't really do nothing for them. That's, that's all true. the label money. Yeah, but even even like that stuff aside, like I, I was thinking about like what Lynn was talking about with the posse cuts and shit, like that was like the culture around rap at the time. And now it's not that at all. Like it's more like popular on Instagram. What was the to me the last yeah. posse cut was one train. That's so long yeah, ago. Yeah, that was 2013. Yeah, I can't think of any. Tell me another 2013, unless I'm that 2013 or 2012, nigga. God damn. That was so long ago, bro. That was on Long Live ASAP. I know. That's what I'm trying to think. I'm like, was I in high school or was I freshman in college? I can't you remember. You were freshman in college when I said, yeah, all right, cool. God damn, bro. Why you do me like that? I'm just saying, bro. I'm trying to think of a posse cup after that. Like, nah, I think a DJ Khaled posse, posse cup might be past that. I don't know. Let me check. You check. You check and let me know. Because, like, I was literally driving in my car thinking about this the other day. Like, do I want to hear a little baby Roddy Rich, the baby Meg the Stallion posse cut? Not really. Nah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, really. like rap moved to something different though. Because right. like, I feel like, like back in that time, you could really like, them niggas was in a studio together and they was really like, not speak. going at each other, but they were trying to outdo each other. That's a fact. And now niggas so sensitive. It's like, you can't do that without it turning into something. That's you know what fact. I'm saying? Like, we kind of moved away from that, which is... You found that sounds like some no. old nigga shit to say, but did not. we really moving away from that. My girlfriend that. told me I was old today, and I was like, shut up. My ears to the streets. And, and, and then see, so <laughs> that made me like, is she right? Or is it just niggas not good now? I don't know which one it is. Like, is it that we're old or is it that music just not that good right now? Cause like well, the young niggas that I be seeing Crystal put me on to, I'm like, these young niggas ain't it. <laughs> yeah, see, but 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 that's my thing. Cause I always like I think about Crystal whenever I had these kind of talks. And it's like I I say the music just not good no more. But then you got so many niggas that think like Chris or that it, where it's, it's not always about the l- lyrics or, you know, how they put together the music. It's about like doing numbers and all this other stuff. And it's just like, I guess it's, it's, it's all your perspective on it. But me, I'm, I'm always about the music. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I like, agree with you. Like I would, I would rather listen to an underground unknown nigga if the music is great then just listen to something because it streamed well. You know what I'm saying? Like that that don't have, play no part in it to me. And it, that that's pretty much what all music is right now. Not even just rap. Like everybody playing the streaming the game. game. Yeah, no, that's true. That is true. See, yeah, I'm with you, dude. I think it's just the music's bad. I'm not I'm not ready to con- concede that we're old yet. I'm not ready to do that yet. Like I'll do it if it's true. 
But I don't think it's true. I don't like, think that's the reason. I think the music is bad right now. Bro, I, don't I think swear it's... to you, I go on SoundCloud every week, SoundCloud Bandcamp every week to look for the song of the week. And I, tr- I try to like go through all young niggas shit, go through everything, and it's like, you niggas really not putting out good music right now. Thanks. Bro, it's it's all bad. Like my thing is, I'll go to um like on Spotify, they got the release radar, mm-hmm. and I'll go there every week just to see like all the new shit that's dropping, just to make sure I'm like current on shit. And like exactly, they'll have like a lot of niggas that I've never heard of, and so I'm always itching to find like the next new Same. artist. Feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? So I'll go and peep all these dudes that I just never heard of before, try to get on to some new music, and it all be that little bubblegum-ass rap that, you know what I'm saying, let me just get a hard little beat and say some bullshit. And it's just like, all right, bro, how how much of that? Because I, I do understand that there's a place in rap for that. Mm-hmm. There's a place for, like, the trap beat, look at my diamonds type music. You know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with that. I ain't hating on that. But when everybody doing it and there's nothing else, you know what I'm saying? That's the issue. That's when I got a problem. Like, it's like, come on, man. Come on. And that's man. why I've been gravitating to R&B these past couple of years, because it's diverse. I will say, I will that's say, every now and then, it do need to take a turn. Obviously, history repeats itself. And every time it looks like hip hop is going in a certain direction, somebody come. You know what I'm saying? The game need change. He was the motherfucking cashier. And it took it to a certain point where it was never at before. So I think we just had one of those rough patches where it's a rough, it's a rough patch right now. <laughs> I mean, bro, if you think about it, I don't know if you remember, but like in like 2005 to like 2007, these motherfucking white people was making a bunch of documentaries about how we degraded women in our music That's and blah true. blah blah this and that. These motherfuckers had extensive documentaries about like Ludacris and Nelly and blah 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 and they're sexualizing women. Gotcha. All this other shit. And Drake came and he, he sexualized women, but in a different way. And all of a sudden, it was fine again. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I don't know, man. I just don't know who's going to come around. The thing this, is, though, is... We ain't know it's going to be yeah. wheelchair Jimmy. The fuck? Yeah, you ain't never going to know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that, that is a fact. The thing is... So how long will... Wait, why you stop getting up going? <laughs> I'm just laughing at Brooklyn. <laughs> it's because you froze. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, bro, because I can still see y'all. I really don't know. <laughs> but you good now. Y'all heard what I said or no? I heard uh-huh. what you started. <laughs> now nah, I was just saying, how long are we going to have to wait for one of them to come again? Because that's Bro, like, that's like you, saying man, the next thing is coming next as soon as we get out of COVID, man. As soon as they say, listen, y'all can go ahead and start touring again. The CDC said, the CDC already said, fuck it, mask off. But they didn't say mask off for concerts. So that's why record label is still a little hesitant to let these niggas do it. That's true. Yeah. Because the record label got to put up the money, you know, the upfront money type shit, whatever. Yeah, y'all know how it is. But uh, so because they still say mask at concerts, now they're like, fuck. We was waiting for y'all to say completely mask off. And I'm telling y'all, next hot thing coming. Y'all just wait, man. Y'all never know. You'll never we go know, man. Right. We're going to see if you're right, because it's a depressing time in music, bro. I swear. I check that thing every Friday 
And every Friday is that person gonna make us go body to body again. I guarantee it, bro. We're gonna be in the club, shirt off and shit, hopefully. looking like gunplay uh back in the day with Ross and them. Oh, hopefully, <laughs> nigga. Hopefully you right. I pray you right, cause who man, if I gotta rely on another little Uzi album to get me through it, it's not, it's not Yeah, bro. It's real, real slow for that one. But that's that's why I like R and B, bro, because R and B is like you said, it's it's as diverse as it's ever been. Like you there can go is from Alex Isley to Brent Fiaz to Chris Brown to fucking Frank Ocean and have all different shit from those four people. Yeah, bro, and it's it's like a lot of like not as big names. It's mm-hmm. like obviously people who making a little buzz and shit, but even the people who kind of lower on the on the you know popularity scale, they putting out really good shit. The you know days, the Masag, the Masagos, them niggas killing shit. Yeah, bro. Killing shit. Like, I don't know, man. It's I, I'm just, I don't know if I'm, I'm getting into my grandpa chair, but I'm not fucking with rap. You might be. My well, might be, nigga. Good, good news is Cole said the album done. Yeah, so. he did. He said he was driving around listening to the album. Hopefully it's good. But is that, is that the end of him? That's what he said before. He Ooh. said this was like the last, the last one. The so. last one. And then Oh, TDE about to drop on May 7th, apparently. I don't think it's Kendrick. I think it's Isaiah Rashad, because I don't think if Kendrick was doing this, I don't think that would have been his rollout, but right. we're going to see. We're going to see. And then also, I don't think Kendrick doing it until they officially tour to him. You never know. You think it's him? Yeah. Oh, you think it's I him? I mean, I don't think it is, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Mm, okay. Like, I feel like this would be a good time. Because I feel, I, honestly, I think he might have been sitting on a project for a minute. And COVID just kind of... Messed that up. Because obviously he won a tour. But I feel like is very close to being back. That's true. Back. That's true. Because the word on the road was him and Drake both had something ready to go. And they was ready to drop it. But then COVID hit. So we're going to have to see. May 7th, we're going to yeah. find out. But hopefully them niggas come back and save things. But he can't keep being them niggas. Like, I'm sorry. Why not? Yeah. Um, it just can't. Why not? I'm sorry. I need so- I need someone 18, 19, or 25 to come out with something popping. Like, nah. It could be one of them old niggas, man. All the all the 25-year-olds who didn't make it yet stop because they like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it yet. No, nigga. Get back in the studio, nigga. Get back in the lab. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you if you thought you needed some motivation, some, some outside-sourced motivation if you was looking for a sign my guy lynn just gave it to you okay <laughs> don't put the pen down pick the pen up and get to the studio now stop playing bro i don't know you was talking girl. about you gonna book you was gonna book the, the 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 fucking session last week and you pushed it off no nigga i know you hear me book it now okay book it now don't listen to your mama don't listen to your girlfriend who said rap ain't for you get back in the stew and give us that hot fire. <laughs> and what she know? She listen to the same shit. She listened to the Khaled album. She love it. She do. She and, and real talk. If your girlfriend love the Khaled album, you might need to second guess her. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. That shit is asshole. Super asshole. Okay, I got a question for y'all. Do will your friends lie for you? If your girl call or a girl you fucking with call your friends, will they lie for you? That's how you know if you got a good friend. My friend's lying for me. I swear to God, my friend's lying for me. <laughs> like, I don't even care. Like, I don't care how close we are on the friendship chart. If any girl calls my phone at night and say, have you seen insert name here? Oh, be like, oh, that nigga was just with me. I just dropped him off. 
And I could be lying. She could be sitting next to him. But I got his back. <laughs> I got yeah, that's a fact. I'm definitely that friend. I'll think of some shit. I'll at least try, bro. Why are we outing ourselves like this, though? Like, what, what good comes of us telling everybody that we lying for our friends? <laughs> Why are we doing this, Lynn? I'm confused, because you knew we was all going to have the same answer. Well, no. Yes. Why are you doing this? Okay. Now my friends going to be like, Mm, I knew that nigga lied. Blah blah blah. This and that. Now we getting them caught up. All of all of conversations you thought was buried. Here come Lynn with a shovel, digging shit up. What's wrong with you, man? I wanted to tell y'all a funny story about when I woke up and chose violence today. Yeah, definitely. But I wanted to tell y'all a funny story. So this nigga was was banging this bitch, and she wanted to go back to his house to go to sleep. He was like, he put in the group check, and someone called. I said, I got you. So I called him. He said, just make something up to get me out of here. But he said it had to be convincing, but you can't be dying. I said, I got it. Right. I said, yo, my tire's flat. AAA ain't answering. Nobody answering. Can you come help me, bro? Like, I need your help. He's like, nigga, change your own tire. I said, nah, you don't get it. You don't get it. I've been drinking, nigga. The cops about to, the cops right around the corner. Come get me, nigga. He was like, oh, shit. I got to go. His bitch was like, why would the cops be trying to get him? He a flat tire. None of that makes sense. He said, I don't give a fuck. My nigga call. Nigga laugh. <laughs> That's clutch. Fuck it. Whatever do the trick, bro. Now, never get it done. What you should have said, right? He put me on the spot. I had no, I was just, I was just trying to come up with something. That, that was good though. That was good. <laughs> what you should have said was, nigga, I don't got the piece. The piece not in my car. Like, that, that's when good. he said change your own time. Like, nigga, I can't find the tire thing. Nigga, he said, I got the spare on me, but I'm missing the tool. Must have been the last time I changed it. I ain't put it in the right spot. But see, this was this was like around the time where Black I'd have been like, you asshole, why would you say change your own tire? I was like, see, I'm trying to help you. Exactly. But see, <laughs> he, he wanted the types where we gotta go to the second level of the lie. Like he the type of nigga oh. to where we gotta act it out. We gotta get to level right. two. And that was my bad, because I thought I was talking to a first level. I should have known. He said, you know I'm a two-level lie, nigga. <laughs> but it was around the times, it was around the times where black people were dying at the hands of police. And I know this is fucked up for me to do and use my skin color to help a nigga get out of a situation. But his girl knew I was black. So when I said that, damn, the cops looking at me changed my tire. They might think I have a DUI. Just come get me real quick. She, she was like, damn, I don't want him to get shot. <laughs> I know that's fucked that, up. That's but so that was kind of flawless. Up. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that's clutch. That's a good one. Because really, all you need in that situation is just enough to get out of there. Just it ain't enough. gotta be super convincing. Exactly. That's why he said, "Don't say you injured. Don't say you about to die. None of that right, situation." Because right. you can't do you can't do them situations now. I just thought it was funny because I was like, "Damn, my girl's like, I'm never calling your friends. I'm never gonna believe them." I was like, "You probably shouldn't." Yeah, see, my you. thing is, I, I, I wonder how many of my niggas would do that for me. Gotta question that, Doom. You should gotta question that. Doom, like, I'm, you I'm, can call I'm me in a, I'm in a weird spot. Doom, I would, I would lie and say I'm a Las Vegas nigga. I would lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look up, I'd look up like a restaurant in Las Vegas and say my shit was fucked up. Come get me from here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's bro, my car shit, just man. declined on the strip, nigga. I don't know <laughs> how much I spent, bro. I just need a hundred dollars, just, bro. <laughs> I promise you I got you. I just got to get out of this restaurant, bro. Please. Please come here. <laughs> That's clutch, bro. I'm about to say, bro, I mean, I bash myself if I need to, bro. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm like, I don't, how you mean his car, 
declined. He said, this is his first time in Vegas, baby. He don't know. He got ahead of himself. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. My dog needs me. That's it. Bro, I swear. I swear. It does not matter. Like, real talk. <laughs> If John across the street needed me to lie for him, I would. <laughs> just because I don't want to ever see a nigga go through that. Like, I know it's the moments when he like, like, imagine if a stranger ran up to you and was like, yo, yo, bro, 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 I, I was cheating on my girl, but if she, if she, she, she come and get me, but I need you to tell her right now that I'm in like a gym, like I'm working out. I would say, I got you, my nigga. <laughs> I, I answer the phone and say, Real hello, shit. this is Reds. <laughs> this, is, this is Johnny speaking. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Abigail. Yeah, James is right here. He's working out. No worries. Two more reps. Two more reps. Don't push it. Come on. You got this. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> I just feel like that's the man thing to do for another man. That's the fact. That's the fact, bro. But they got these whole ass niggas out here that wouldn't do that for you. And that's fucked yeah, up. And, and don't get it fucked. Up, the females will do it for each other too. Oh, that's be way better than us. Oh, they be, be lying. Way no, they be than us. They they fire with it, bro. They be lying for each other, and it's it's nasty how they be doing it. Like, cause they be coming up with like the, oh yeah, she didn't leave all day. We were shopping. We did this. We did that. Damn, no bitch was getting digged down by another nigga two streets yeah. down. Nah, Man, that's that's crazy. Bro. That's cold blooded. These hoes out here cold blooded, bro. Yep. <laughs> No heart. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> oh shit. That's why I had to bring up friends line for you because I'm always lying for my friends. Man. I don't give a fuck. Um, last thing, I think that's it. I guess we could I, I want to table this friends and business conversation. We could talk about that next week, but we could start it a little bit. Doom, how you feel about friends and business? Because it's been brought up on the internet a lot because of the Joe Button shit. How it's, you feel about it's, it? It's tough, man. You gotta make sure that when you do it. If you do get in the business with friends, everybody understand what it is going into it. You know what I mean? Like you really gotta be on the same page. Uh, That's you a fact. End up with a Joe Button type situation. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Because them niggas definitely thought they owned like fifteen percent of that pot of piece. It was fifteen, fifteen. Oh well, however you split it up in thirds. Uh, thirty three point yeah. three. What for everybody? Thirty three point three. The the thing about that is, is even even so, like, let's say, you know, financially speaking, as far as like the worth of the pod and all that shit, like you can you can own that. But you do got to be realistic enough with yourself to understand that, like, all right, 90 percent of the people that's pulling up every week is pulling up for Joe Button. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, we, we got to understand that the role we playing here, you know what I'm saying? Like you you're not. You're not seeing fucking Caruso getting mad at LeBron because he took the game when the shot and, and he felt like he should have took it. You know what I'm saying? So it 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 just get tricky when it's you niggas though, especially like niggas like them. Like Maul and Joe been knowing each other forever. That's what bro. that's the one that hurt me. Cause like I feel like they should have they should have figured it out. But I also feel why uh Joe was like, well, damn, you rode with Rory. And it's like but I had to yeah. ride with him because you doing me dirty. So it's like, right. what the fuck's the twist? You got me looking that's down why, bad. <laughs> that's why I say them niggas was too old for all of that. That, that go back to my, y'all too old for this. But friends and business, my thing is I'm with Doom. You got to just lay the, lay the ground work, work yeah. out and then everything should be, everything should follow. Definitely got to have it uh, set. Like whatever you, yeah. y'all want in writing, have it in writing before. Not no, nah, bro, we just going to split everything evenly. We don't got to write it down. Nah, nigga. 
Nah, nah. Yeah, nah. Especially not when it's sign it in blood. Multi million dollars. <laughs> That's a fact. Saying? If it's a multi million dollar operation, like y'all, y'all gotta have that written down. I, and you just stand in there with the knife. Understand that. Oh, yeah, we can all just... like, who going first? Who going first, nigga? I'm, I'm about down, to say bro. you got me fucked up. I'm, I'm with the blood pack, nigga. Just give me the knife. Cut right here on my hand, and we just, <laughs> I just squeeze. Doom bit. looking at us ah. like, oh, these motherfuckers crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Doom said, "All right, they on some other shit now." You know the hangover where that nigga said, "Let's be blood wolf brothers." Yeah, that's exactly what I started thinking. Of. I was like, "Come on, come on, yo, Wallen." <laughs> <laughs> we can do it right there on the at the top of the blinds, yo, bro. That's why I should just right there, bro. Get a little pocket knife and we just slice. <laughs> just in 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 dark. But I was from the gift shop. Don't worry, I got you, bro. <laughs> yeah, you probably right. got some from uh, when you was. Enlisted, you probably got some of the big ass knives in your house. That's a fact. Yeah, I got a, I got a few, man. But we, we yeah. can go the contract route. That that worked just good. <laughs> that worked just as good. <laughs> Dude, why you not with it, bro? I'm, I'm put a poll in the group con- chat. I'm trying to be connected to you, niggas, man. I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm put a poll in the group chat. See who not with it. I feel like Doom gonna be the only person not with it. See, okay, you think so? Let's take a bet right now. Ian- All right. I think Krista probably wouldn't be with it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Krista might be with it. Krista's like 50%. Ian, Ian is not with it. Ian is not with it. Ian is I like I know Shubi would do it. Shubi would do it, bro. Shubi would do it. Shubi would definitely do it. Justin, Justin would be like, why are we doing this? Oh, yeah. Justin would question every... He would question it for every second. He would like, I mean, but I ain't no bitch. But like, but why are we doing this? Like... <laughs> Ian doesn't do no fuck no. You contract. <laughs> some might do it. It just depends. <laughs> depends on the situation. But all right, y'all. That's about it. All we got this week. Uh, Doom. Tell the people they can follow you at on social media. Hello, Doom. SJ Instagram and Twitter. Man, y'all fuck with me. Y'all go follow Doom Brooklyn. Tell the people where they can follow you at on social media. Find me on all social medias at Word Brooklyn. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K. If you see a baby all over it, it's because of my daughter. But it's mine. I promise. It's me. <laughs> that is his. That is his daughter. And that's for marketing purpose because we're not trying to get sued. I don't know the song of the week yet. Like I said, I got to go find one because music's in a shitty spot. But I'm going to find one. I'm going to find a banger. Any, it, just, just know this podcast always will put you on fucking bangers. Don't you worry about it. So we're going to have a song of the week. Then Schubert and I will recap the draft, talk about who made good picks, who didn't, talk Pelly's revival, all of that more in Bros Who Ball. But let's get into the song of the week. This episode of the Bros Who Think podcast was brought to you by the law offices of Lucretia Picante. If you need a lawyer, if you have not been paying your child support, yo, if you got baby mama drama, whatever it may be, she can help you. You've been injured in a car accident? Call Lucretia. You got your your baby mama not showing you your kids on the weekend? Call Lucretia, whatever it may be. You need a divorce from your wife? Call Lucretia. Look, you can find the law office of Lucretia Picante at 124 West Washington Street, New Iberia, Louisiana, 70560. Or you can call the number 337-374-1202. Again, any of your marital dispute issues, child support needs, baby mama drama, call Lucretia. But with that being said, let's get back to the song of the week. Yeah. 
ain't no debate Came from the darkness, I'm up on the web now Haters on haters just won't give me pressed down Damn, no mind and I still ain't in debt now Fuck, I might wait Don't try and school me, I'm not one to test out Why does get blackened when I bring the tech out? Life is like poker, I carry the deck now But every day my people, I don't say that often But I'm the first at your side in the night When you callin' to pick you right up when you fallin' That's on the gang Approaching me, youngin', bitch, you better get you I got them peelin' when my demons get out Classes in session, little nigga, just sit down Bitch, I'm 1-8, okay, huh Twins at a bench, nigga, hawkin' Ain't no flunkin', use better judgment Judy go tell him he a dead man walkin' Ain't no debate, news latest Trick a pop, birds fly, you brainless Swear I'm not a bad guy, just two faces Make a nigga cave in, Bruce Wayne shit Show him that I'm cut different like the moon phases I ain't got no room in for nothing too basic Spot a op, clean it, block, leave the view stainless Get my hands on the band so the crew make it Oh no, that's a dagger to your throat If you fuckin' with the man with the cloak Comin' in with two arms right there when he encroach Have a nigga leanin' on his folks Ain't no debate Came from the darkness, I'm up on the web now Haters on haters just won't give me press down Damn, no mind and I still ain't in debt now Fuck, I might wait Don't try and school me, I'm not one to test out Why just get blackened when I bring the tech out Life is like poker, I carry the deck now But every day I love my people, I don't say that often But I'm the first at your side in the night When you callin' to pick you right up when you fallin' That's on the gang Approaching me, youngin', bitch, you better get y'all I got on peeling when my demons get out Cause it's in session, little nigga, just sit yeah. down Bitch, I'm 1A B, you ain't special nope. We finna see why Come out uh-huh. the darkness, I'm bringing him demise yes, Eating these rappers so effortless Shadow my camo, no G.I. This in my jeans, no Levi's yep. Popping a bean, you a foe, get stomped out stomp, Fifi, stomp. you cannot deny Niggas see me nope. fly Most of these haters can't even get knee nope, high sir. Come out the darkness and shatter them Enemies scattering They see the kid and they don't wanna battle him uh-huh. Fuck with the gang and the darkness is Gathering, they cannot shackle them, letting it all out. None of these niggas go lift through the fallout, laying them all out. Stay on the side if you duck in the call out. Ain't no debate. Came from the darkness, I'm up on the web now. Haters on haters just won't give me press down. Damn, no mind, and I still ain't in debt now. Fuck, I might wait. Don't try and school me, I'm not one to test out. Why just get blackened when I bring the tech out? Life is like poker, I carry the deck now. But every day. I love my people, I don't say that often But I'm the first at your side in the night When you callin' to pick you right up when you fallin' That's on the gang Approaching me, youngin' bitch, you better get y'all I got on peelin' when my demons get out Glasses in session, little nigga, just sit down Bitch, I'm 1-8 Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that was the song of the week it is time to get into the sports part of this pod called Bros Who Ball. I'm joined by my guy, Adam Schubert. Justin will be back next week. He told me to tell you guys that for show because we're diving strictly in the NBA playoffs. But this week, me and Schubert are mostly talking NFL draft. We're going to go through, see which team's drafts we like, see which team's drafts we didn't like. Schubert, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. I, you know, I actually found last year's draft to be more interesting to watch. But I did like uh, the way a lot of teams drafted this season. See, I thought this draft was more entertaining than last year's. No, I, I don't. I, I like the the in, the at home thing. Maybe that's because, because I was you get, live streaming. I don't know if that changed. That's true. Like, that, that probably did change the game a little bit for you because like that is fun to do. But like as a person on the couch watching, I had I actually really enjoyed seeing the inside of like the families who who they bring mm. to their family. 
group, you know, the CD Lamb moment last year. You know, we got one of those though with Waddle not hugging any of his family and just walking past them. That was funny. <laughs> Waddle's was like, gonna... I got time for y'all, man. I'm gonna tell my boys what's up. I'm gonna get y'all know what time it is. Y'all know why I'm here. Marshawn Lynch mode, straight for fucking yeah. for fucking uh, getting my rings and shit. And then you got to see the, the the suspense of Mac Jones being getting madder and madder and madder as the picks go by. Did he though? Did he get madder? He was he was looking pissed. He looked pretty happy on his goofy ass walk to the stage. That's all I have to say. <laughs> he did look happy at that point because I mean it was New England. But if it wasn't New England, I don't know. Also, I'm trying to think of other moments of this draft that I liked. I liked the um the the Cowboys getting gypped by the Panthers and Broncos. Broncos throwing a wrench, the Panthers and the Broncos throwing a wrench in the draft. I thought that was amazing. I thought- Yeah, the, you know, the Cowboys colluding with the Eagles. And I thought the screw the Giants was amazing. The uh, the Raiders like, what are they doing? Moment of the draft was amazing. I oh God, the, yeah, oh my God. I thought the Saints, what are they doing? Moment of the draft was fucking ridiculous, but amazing as well. So there were like a lot of high points of this draft where it was like storylines, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, Sam yeah. Fran kicking it off with the most surprise, one of the most surprising picks of the draft with Trey Lance. That definitely was what set the tone of the night because, like, after that happened, I feel like a whole different ball was rolling. Um, because, like, you know, going back on our mock draft, not a lot of our stuff stuck. I mean, Jalen Waddle got drafted earlier than before. Panay Sewell went to, I, I almost say we had him in Detroit. Um, what was funny, though, is that I did in my original mock draft, but I switched it when we did the podcast. I had J.C. Horn going eight to Carolina before mm. Pat Sertain. But yeah, I, I, def- I definitely had Pat Sertain going ninth to Denver. But that we didn't know about the Teddy Bridgewater trade by that point. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of, you know. Changed some things around as well. You know, changed that around for sure. All right, well, let's go through each one and talk about each pick. Jacksonville picked Trevor Lawrence. We knew that. Zach Wilson was going to the Jets. We knew that. Let's get I, to the most you know, I, I think Zach Wilson is going to be the one that fails first. Mm, interesting. Now, let's go to three. San Fran picking Trey Lance. I like this for them. It shows that Shanahan went with the not expected. He went with higher risk reward. Like, but Well, it also made sense because bigger, fail, like if you, bigger failure, though, too. Well, it's one of those things where I feel like the same reason the Packers drafted Jordan Love last year was that you don't have to play him. So, like, bring him into the system and see what you can get out of him for, like, the eventual future. So I feel like this was the better pick the whole time for San Francisco based upon keeping Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Like, bringing in Mac or even bringing in Justin Fields would be, like, more of a quarterback controversy because it's like, well, these guys are play-right-now kind of guys, especially Mac because, like, he doesn't have very high ceiling. So it's like, you got to get him for what he is at the moment. Um well, we'll talk about it with his pick. I like Trey but. Lance. I, I just, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring up the thing that we heard a lot of. Did they trade up too high to get him? I think if it's your guy, you just go get your guy. And that's in general, though. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like three would have been a pretty high pick to trade up for for any of them except maybe Fields. And and that's something we're gonna get to. But I like the Trey Lance pick. It's gonna be interesting. I don't think he plays this year, but if he does, it'd be surprising. I think they're going to get him in the system for a year and let Kyle Pitt, I mean, let um, let Kyle Shanahan uh, indoctrinate him and get him ready to go for next year. But speaking of Kyle Pitts, Atlanta takes him with one of the most ugly suits of the draft, his yeah. green with the mustard accents to it, fucking nasty. But 
you know, good pick. Does this make them better? No, it gives them the best receiving core in the league, though. Yeah, I mean, already adding Hayden Hurst as their tight end was pretty strong. Now you have Hayden Hurst and Kyle Pitts, mm-hmm. uh, along with Jones, Ridley, and uh, take your pick. Yeah. So, So. yeah. Maybe, I, mean, I thought they were going to add defense, though. Good for them. They probably could have utilized adding defense or Panay Sewell. Um, they also said they wanted to trade down, but no one wanted to give them what they wanted. That makes sense, too. I'm surprised because – Kyle Pitts would have been a steal for a lot of teams that really needed a tight end, which the Falcons didn't. It's a fact. I'd be interested to see if they dish Hayden Hurst within the next season and a half, you know, whether it's our next off season or something like that. Cause he's not that but, much uh, of a blocker. So it doesn't like really help them. Well, neither is Kyle Pitts. So. But that's what I'm saying. You can't have two, two versions that are yeah. not blockers. So one of them would have to be, <clears throat> and it's not Pitts. Pitts could be wide receiver as two. So I'm going to be interesting to see. The next one, Bengals, Jamar Chase. I like it, but I don't like it at the same time. Like, I felt um, like they should have drafted Penny Sewell and got Terrence Marshall later in the draft. I still feel that way. See, I disagree because they did bring, they did free agent pick up an offensive lineman, an offensive tackle, actually. They had Jonah Williams drafted last year. He got hurt midseason, so now he comes back. So you do have, you know – tackles that and you can get a good tackle in the next next round as well someone who's good enough to be able to compete for a job but like to be able to add be in the position to add the best receiver that was in the draft who has a rapport with your quarterback is just something that like more so than the waddle to miami connection this is like dynamite like this is but but i could also argue terrence marshall had a great connection with him too if you take Sewell. I know this is a greater connection, which to your point, it is. It's the best connection of all the people who were reunited with their other. And they the d- they don't team. have a number one receiver, so like you know, AJ Green's gone. You know, Ty, Ty, Tyler Board and T Higgins are going to be fighting for that role. But I think a Jamar jumping Jamar Chase in, he's right in the mix. He might be number one. He's number one so. already. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. So you know, I like it. I, I I'm I'm cool with it. Would have liked Sewell, but I'm not mad at Chase, and it's going to make. It's going to give Joe the best option available for him. And they have a good receiving core now with, with Jamar, Boyd, and Higgins. Yeah, I mean, I think that they got pretty good weapons for Joe Burrow going into year two. So and this Joe is – in as well. And if, and if fucking mm-hmm. Tyler Eifert could ever get his shit together and be like yeah. he was that one fantasy year, then watch out. Yeah, the, the AFC – what is that, the North? AFC North is tough, man. That's tough, man. Like, to me, the know, winner the of the first round is the Browns, and we're going to get to that. Sure. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, next was the Dolphins, and you know, honestly, Tua's rapport, Tua's rapport with Jalen Waddle is not was not as strong as Devontae Smith. So I don't mm. think it was about rapport. I think it was more so who was the better receiver prospect. And honestly, Waddle is Waddle. especially for like what you he could give you. Uh, you have Devontae Parker telling. on your roster already, who's your big receiver. You needed someone who is going to be your slot mm. Tyreek Hill kind of guy. It's his comp. So, you know, if your comp is Tyreek Hill, you know, you might as well want to draft that guy. Also, I think it's interesting that Devontae Smith said if Waddle was healthy, he wouldn't have won the Heisman. I think that's very telling of how good Jalen is. Any Alabama fan would agree. Mm. Any Alabama fan would agree. Because that was the way that season was going. The season was going as Waddle was number one, Devontae was number two. And then Waddle breaks his, you know, whatever he did in the Tennessee game. And then Devontae Smith took over. Legitimately took over the whole team. 
okay. And we're going to get to Devontae in a little bit. Ian's team of Detroit, who he wasn't happy or sad with the draft, took Pene Sewell. But, you know, I, I think they had, I thought it was a great pick. Yeah. Ian's not happy, Detroit fan. And I'm guessing most Detroit fans aren't because it's like, y'all now, now draft offensive line to protect Jared Goff, and then y'all didn't do anything for Stafford. But well, to his regime, that's the thing. Yeah. And to his point, he's like, oh, well, I still have Jared Goff, blah, blah. Well, you know, you're not going to win the Super Bowl next year. You might get a chance to go in and get whoever is the quarterback prospect for next year, Sam Howell or And I think it's good that that, uh, Dan Campbell's building the trenches. It shows you he's coming from that Saints system, and at least he knows how to build a team. If I'm Ian, I I should feel more happy with Dan Campbell in charge than I was before this. Yeah, I mean, I thought the Lions had a pretty good draft overall. They did. They they were um, focused on the trenches. Yeah, offense and defense. Yep. So in the next pick, know, this is whatever. where the this is where the wrenches came in, baby. At number eight, JC on JC Horn went super high, higher than I thought. But you love this guy. I love this guy. He's the first. He's the only cornerback I've ever seen in my life who has single handedly won a football game. Mm. I mean, he beat Auburn by himself. Really? I mean. It, it was it was a, a spectacle to see. Like he was intercepting all over the place, you know, locking down Seth Williams, who ended up be, getting drafted in this draft. Uh, so yeah, J.C. Horn is a good one. So I think that Carolina definitely made a solid pick here. And the Broncos screwed you by taking Pat Sertain the second. They definitely did screw me because, but I mean, you know, it the makes Cowboys sense were for, not gonna for Denver. Take Michael Parsons. They were not going to take Michael Parsons at all. They were definitely taking Pat Sertain. 100%. And Denver making that move in the offseason to get Teddy Bridgewater mm-hmm. kind of took them out of the quarterback, quarterback sweepstakes. Yep. Um, and at that point, it felt like it was best available. I feel like if uh, Carolina takes Pat Sertain, they might not even have gone corner. Mm, you think they might have gone uh, Michael Parsons? Or D- did, you got you to remember, Fangio is a – defensive guy so i can yeah. see them going defense anyway down the board so makes sense crazy though shook things up which allowed for the cowboys to trade with the eagles to leapfrog the giants collude, collude with the and eagles the, and the eagles go up and take devonta smith the pick the giants were gonna make good for the eagles man well it's, it's good for the eagles i mean reuniting yeah. jalen and devonta yeah devonta yeah, I would say that Jalen and Devontae had a pretty good rapport. Again, I felt like Devontae and Tua, if you were basing it on rapport, would have been the best pick. Um, but Jalen knows Devontae pretty well. They're already hanging out. They were seen together at the Sixers game the other night. Okay. You know, they're building up that connection. I think that's good for um, Philadelphia to make a pick with someone that Jalen Hurts is comfortable with. Because if you're going to have him be your starter going into this season, you want to at least have one guy that you make it the best know as a dynamite connection. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that it works out really well for the Eagles, more so, more, even more so better than the Giants based upon the, that rapport. And I feel like the Giants end up doing fine. So. The next pick is Justin Field. Chicago finally gets their quarterback. People have been saying the that best was another prospect. trade. That was the Giants trading back, and mm-hmm. they and they ended up getting a first round pick for next year based on yep. so Chicago going all in on Justin Fields. People say this is the best prospect Chicago ever had since uh since uh what's his name? Keller? No, McMahon. Oh. <laughs> Jim McMahon. Cutler gave one good year. McMahon had those runs. 
but Justin Fields probably the best prospect the Bears ever had. We're going to see if it works. Matt Nagy, another coach who's on the hot seat, who's betting on well, himself. I, I tweeted um, right after that pick because that was when the whole conversation, we haven't mentioned that Aaron Rodgers wants to get traded. You know, we'll see how that saga goes. That I'm with him. I'm but like, him. if Aaron Rodgers gets Fuck traded out of the man. NFC North, Justin Fields is the best quarterback in the NFC North. Probably so, yeah. No, true. It's him, Kirk Cousins, and fucking uh, Jared Goff. Goff so. And Jordan Love. Yeah, true. Oof. NFC North, change it up. But good for Chicago. Uh, the Cowboys come in and take Micah Parsons. Did you hear the, the accusations about this guy? What, that he poured some water on some dude and, like, tried to fight him? No, that he was humping his teammates. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I couldn't talk about it on the radio live stream, but this is my podcast. Apparently, dude was like, "You could have talked about it on the live stream." It was on YouTube. Give me a break, bro. We didn't want to. We didn't want to go that far with it. But apparently, hold on, I'll Google it right now. Dude was like humping people. Yeah, I didn't see that part. Hold on, Micah Parsons. Just, I mean, he's a solid pick. You know, I don't really. I don't. A lot of the stuff that it sounded like with him and his issues was childish stuff, and a lot of the stuff he admitted in his interviews was that it was when he was 18 19 so you know he's in a situation where he's got to be an adult and with being a cowboys player you're always going to have the spotlight and the eyes on you so we're going to know pretty soon whether this guy can cut it or not okay so yeah they're suing penn state because allegedly michael parsons was hazing him and jesse lucutta and defensive end uh year to gross matos one of the coolest names in the nfl uh sexually harassed him and other players in the lassage building Parsons and Luke at Gress Matos are not defendants in the suit, which seeks unspecific damages. In res- uh, let's see what he did. Let's see what they did. By the way, that guy you're mentioning is also in the NFL playing right now. Yeah, Etor Gross Matos? Yeah. Yeah, no, he definitely is. Okay, so he alleges that teammates orchestrated to campaign, harass and haze other members, threatening sexual assault, stealing clothes, simulating humping actions, and placing genitals on their faces and buttocks. Yikes. Yikes, Cowboy. And that's why Ezekiel Elliott tweeted out. Ezekiel Elliott tweeted out, hey, yo, Rook, don't touch me in practice, dog. That's crazy, bro. Like, that is. Let me see if that tweet's still there. He definitely. I looked because I saw you guys talking about it on the live stream, and then I went and go look, and I didn't see it. Hold on. He had to to have deleted that. Oh, yeah, it's gone. Zeke. So you got you got to put Ezekiel because I tried to put Zeke Elliott in Twitter and it how do you spell Ezekiel? How do you spell Ezekiel? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is bad podcasting, but it's okay. But you know, Micah Parsons is a good player. So yeah. when it comes to football, yeah, when it comes to football, I just need to know if this tweet is still there. Yeah, like. <laughs> oh God! And he tweeted, "No, it's still there, Schubert." Zeke said. Michael Parsons, don't touch me in practice, Rook. Laughing emojis. And Michael uh, Parsons laughed and said, we'll see. <laughs> what the fuck? Damn. That's crazy. He's making joke of this lawsuit. Only for the Cowboys can people get away with this shit. Yeah, well, I'm done talking about the Cowboys and their trash. All right, let's get so, to the Chargers. Let's go to the Chargers, who made a phenomenal pick. Rashawn yes, Slater is probably the best offensive tackle that I think more so than Panay Sewell. I mean, this guy actually on tape shut down Chase Young. That's a fact. So Gives Justin Herbert the best person to block for him and that pass rush in his division. So good for them. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, The next one is the Jets. The Jets went all offense, man. I can't look. Even though you may say Zach Wilson may be the first to fail, I think they put him in the best case scenario. They're going to see. They're going to see if he's good. Yeah. You give him a, you give him Elijah Vera Tucker, the the third best offensive lineman after Slater and, um, and Sewell. So, you know, Zach Wilson has no excuses. None. Zero. No, you're right. I mean, that's exactly right. And then the but, you know, one, he's, he's in a tough comp- – he's in a, a tough division to deal with, especially with the team that drafted next, the Patriots. Getting their pick Tom up Mac Brady Jones. replacement, Mac Jones, baby. Does Cam Newton play this year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mac's sitting, Mac's sitting for a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if he came in the middle season. Mm, okay. Depending on how Cam – they're going to give Cam the go. He's going to get the green light to start. You liked his – Oh, God, dude. His walk was terrible. That's what I'm saying. Like, look at that man walk and tell me that that dude was not, like, <laughs> he was not worth the third pick. Just by the walk. Like, Mag Jones. Somebody said his grandpa looked like he was going to repossess somebody's house. <laughs> Norm was clowning. Norm said his grandpa looked like one of those racist landlords. <laughs> hey, Kentucky man, yes. <laughs> Mac Jones. Oh, but good for him. He's in the best situation possible. He might be the most successful quarterback of this draft. So good Mm-mm. for him. Who you going with Fields? Lawrence probably. But like Lawrence, Lawrence and Fields, I would say. Uh, I think Trey Lance is in a good situation to see if he's as good as we say he is. It's the yeah, same I thing think, with Jordan Love. Like Jordan Love was put position of Jordan Love was put in a really good position, but like I don't. From what we're hearing out of camp for Jordan Love is that he's not ready. So, no. like, that's one thing I'm wondering with Trey Lance. With Mac Jones, I feel like he's in a situation where if he doesn't start in the next five years, then he's never going to start. Mm. See, I, I go mean, Lance, that's, his, that's his timeline. I mean, he's I only really Lance got one, two years. I go Mac Jones two, and I go Lawrence three. I'm, I'm rocking with Mac Jones. I just think Josh McDaniels and the Patriots are going to get the best out of him, and he plays the type of football that they want. So, But Arizona got a steal, taking Zayvon Collins, solidifying that defense. Arizona is probably the second best team in the in the, in the NFC West. I'm I'm on their bandwagon. I go Rams, Arizona, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks. Yeah, that's probably right. I just love everything. No, no. I, I don't know. If, I don't know how I feel about Xavier Collins as a pick. I'm, a, I'm one of those guys that I just don't know how to to assess group of five players until we get to see them. That's fair. That's fair. Because I, mean, I just don't, I just don't, I haven't seen them enough, and I don't know how they play enough against competition that's better than Group Five. On tape, there he looked like he was busting off the field, but like you said, it's Group Five competition. We yeah, I mean, you can bust ass against UAB, but I mean, can you bust ass against the Rams? True, 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 true. The next most surprising pick of the first round, the Ve- Las Vegas Raiders take Alex Leatherwood. Meanwhile, Christian Darrisaw is on the clock. Mistake. But I Mistake. said. In the live, I said, because I remember what you said in our mock, of Mayock's taking Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Ohio State. And I said, they need offensive line. Darasaw is from Virginia Tech. Mayock and Gruden probably are sitting there like, oh, Virginia Tech ain't win no football games. We got to go with Alex, Alex Leatherwood, Alabama. <laughs> I was just like, that's what they're doing. And when, they, when it happened, everybody in the chat was like, Lennon. and I was like, no, bro, just look at history. Mayock and Gruden only pick Bama, 
Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma players. They only take the big conference players. At least in the at least in the beginning. In LSU, and that's it. Yeah, like looking at their draft this year, in the second round, they ended up taking a TCU Tra- Trayvon Morig, but he was a first round talent. So it was, was like one of those things where you like first, yeah. he should have gone in the first round. Um, right. So like that was the only they did actually end up drafting a Virginia Tech guy, um, but that was in the fourth round. But Crazy. yeah. Alex Leatherwood isn't a bad player, but he was just drafted too high. He was a second-round guy. That's a fact. Miami takes another chance. Instead of going offense again for their second pick, they're taking a chance on Jalen Phillips. Hopefully he doesn't get a concussion again. True. He does. Yeah, I felt like there were some question marks behind Jalen Phillips. but More so for me than Caleb Farley. Sure. Yeah, I I almost feel like he was drafted a little too high. Like, I think you could have found another edge rusher. But, I mean, he is the best edge rusher in the draft, but the best edge rusher in the draft has concussion issues. So, where if he gets – he was he was re- required to be retired by college, but he proved the doctors wrong. But, like, what happens if he gets any more concussions? Like, it's fucking over for him. Yeah, I, I just don't know about that pick. Yeah, so – I don't know about it. The Washington football team takes Jamin Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky. He was a second-round guy. Thought it was a little too high for him as well. I'm not gonna lie. No. I, thought, I thought that was a saint, a guy that could fall to the Saints. Thought he went too high. Thought he was anywhere between pick 25 and the second round. So probably the next, the next pick, y'all, y'all kind of went too high on Kadarius Tony. If I'm being honest, that was another guy who could have gone in the same range that you were just saying. I thought y'all's I've, pick should have been like Terrence Marshall or Rashad Bateman. Yeah, my thing with Rashad Bateman is that he pretty much fulfills the Kenny Galladay role. Where Kadarius uh, Tony's coming I in, he's going Galladay. Yeah, so now you have Galladay, you have Sterling Shepard. Those are your one and two. You're looking for your slot. You know, Kadarius Tony. That that was what Devontae Smith was going to fulfill. He was going to be your smaller slot guy. So you know, the Giants did add John Ross, but John Ross hasn't really lived up to the potential. So like adding Kadarius Tony is pretty much a, a shoe in to be your slot. So like, and he's been a guy that you know I remember when he was playing high school in Mobile. He was like, how, how did this guy slip through Alabama's fingers, go to Florida? He was a guy that I loved watching with the Gators. I'd probably say he was their second best player, not named Kyle Trask. I mean, Kyle um, Pitts? No, I'm saying Kyle Pitts oh, was Kyle. one, and then and then Tony was two. I'm oh, not yeah. counting Kyle, Kyle Trask in that. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, I, I think as a Giants fan, I'm really ec- ecstatic you about like the, the pick. pick. Okay. I think, like, the pick is, you know, definitely what we were looking for in that – first round pick as a receiver so you know tony's got a, a, he could he could become that tyree kill kind of player you know he he's six foot 193 is a burner was a track uh, was a track star in high school he could really be the guy that comes in and be, plays that slot you know it, right. it's, it's not a bad pick all right all right you defended the not a great I'm pick not mad at it i'm not mad at it next one we got the colts just making that defense better that's all. Just making that defense solid and getting the edge rusher, which they needed in Quiddy Pay. Only issue is, is he too small? Maybe. Find out. Titans I mean, 6'3", 260. I mean, it's not, yeah. that's not that small. But he's not big, big. It's like some ends. The Titans yeah. take a chance on Caleb Farley, which I love. I love this pick. I wanted Farley to fall farther to the Saints. Yeah, I was hoping he would fall a bit farther. But, you know, the, t- the Titans, they got rid of a Dory Jackson. He's a, now with the New York Giants. So this is a good opportunity for them to go corner. And they, and they I think one. that was the best one for yep. them to get. And the Vikings make one of the steals of the draft, getting Christian Darasaw. Perfect. 
protect Kirk Cousins or their future. Or Kellen Mond. Yeah, or Kellen Mond, who RG3 threw shots at on Adam Lefko's show saying, oh, this is the one thing Kirk Cousins hates is competition. And everybody was like, ooh, shots fired. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth. I mean, we're going ahead to a second-round pick here, but the Vikings we're not gonna picking... Go through all, we're not going to go through the second round. Or I guess he was a third-round pick. He was um, a third-round but, but the Vikings picking up Kellen Mond, that was a really, really nice pickup for them. Uh, it puts a little bit of pressure on Kirk Cousins. Another point that RG3 made is that he does things that Kirk Cousins can't. Um, I think you know, we've talked about it before that Kellen Mond was one of those guys that would be a third round, fourth round pick and could be the Dak Prescott of the draft. Yep. So definitely look out for that moving forward. You know, in a division that seems to be moving young, let's say Aaron Rodgers leaves, you got Jordan Love, you got Justin Fields, Lions with Goff could make, move off and get another young guy. You Does Kellen Mond old. also fit in that mold? So we'll see what the Vikings end up doing. But adding Christian Derrissaw in the first round is great. definitely a big pickup for them to solidify the line. 100%. Pittsburgh goes with what we thought. Najee Harris getting a running Perfect. Back. Perfect for them. Jacksonville makes he, a surprise take Travis Etienne. Unless you had something more to say about Najee. We just both thought. Well, I was just going to say that he's the uh, Le'Veon Bell prototype. So Three they're bringing back. that back. And, you know, now that you have released James Conner, this really opens up the ability for Najee Harris and Benny Snell to be the one-two punch. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that ends up. Najee Harris is going to get a lot of playing time, so that's a oh, big yeah. pick for them. Good for them. Jaguars surprise and take Travis Hn reuniting him with um, Trevor Lawrence. I didn't There's know. a lot of people in, during the week that was like, oh, wasn't that a great pick for them to have the, the handoff report? That is, it's not something that really like receiver rapport is something that's a little bit better than the running back. Like you can figure even out your handoff. Lineman, even offensive lineman quarterback rapport might be better than running back rapport. Yeah, I mean you can get, develop your handoff with whoever in the NFL. These are all professionals. Now, like I think that the Jamar Chase Burrow thing is the biggest one, obviously, I agree. because like they created magic together. They did. That whole season was based upon that connection. Now, I don't really feel like this really means much, but I for think both Alabama people mean more than this one with Jalen. Sure. But I will Devontae say as a, pick, as a pick, Jacksonville didn't need a running back. I mean, you know, James Robinson was good last season. He was definitely good for fantasy teams, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he was the guy that would be Jacksonville's future. So and bring Ivan to run, run heavy. So, makes well, sense. I mean, I don't know if this is good for run heavy. He's more of a pass, pass catcher. catcher. But you know what I mean? Multiple running back system, just multiple guys. Cleveland Browns, man, they have the be- if their secondary can ever get healthy, they're going to have the best secondary in the in, a, in the AFC North. Their draft Greg Newsom. They have Greg De- Greg uh Grant Delpit at safety, Greedy Williams, Gre- Greg Newsom and uh Denzel Ward. That secondary's nasty, man. That the Browns the might be the best nasty. team in the AFC North. Like they really might be they, they might be like deep playoff run bound. And it all well, depends on Baker. You gotta opinion. remember the, the Browns Chiefs game. Like it all in all honesty, the Browns had a chance to win. Like they had the chances to win, especially when Henny was the court the quarterback. You know, solidify that secondary a little bit more, give yourself a better opportunity. You know, they add Jadavion Clowney in the offseason. The defense is deadly for the Browns. And you know, Greg Newsom was probably one of the better corners. You know, arguably the Titans probably could have drafted Greg Newsom before Caleb Farley. Farley. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think the Browns would have took the chance on Farley because they have too many people that are 
like I said, if they can get healthy with Delpit, Greedy, and, and the Ward, Newsom's the most consistent guy in this draft. So mm-hmm. it makes sense why they do it. Ravens finally give Lamar Jackson a weapon for Rashad Bateman. I like it. I wish they would have went Terrence Marshall, but Rashad Bateman's more possession-y, big target guy that that is not nec- that's completely opposite of Hollywood Brown. That's a legitimate one. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think he reminds me more of the Des Bryant per- prototype from exactly. what they had. Michael Thomas, so like, six mm-hmm. foot, 190 pounds, got big, big hands. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Rashad Bateman was someone I was really high on even going into the college football season. I really loved the way he played in Minnesota. He was someone that I really was hoping that would go one pick later. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Ravens got a good one, so we'll see. Now, here's the one of the – another worst pick of the draft. Straight D, D, the New Orleans Saints taking Peyton Turner – a guy that people didn't expect to go anywhere until the second through fourth round. I know Adam Schefter tweeted that he was going up people's ranks, but I believe that was the Saints getting that out there to try to get some people to fall. I don't think that was – I think that was the Saints to use his excuse. Real shit. Because Peyton Turner yeah. was a bad pick. Like, he's another project more so than than, uh, than Davenport. Davenport. Mm-hmm. This dude, uh, basically, every only thing people can say is, high motor, nonstop guy. High motor, nonstop guy. Dude just plays. Like, is, uh, are we just draft this guy because he's a hard player? Like, where's the talent? Like, when Asante Samuel's still on the board, Eric Stokes is still on the board, Greg Rousseau is still on the board. If you wanted yeah, to go like, edge, Greg Rousseau is right there. It's just or a bad even game. Jason Oway from Penn State behind him. And then but Jeremiah like, OK is on the board? Yeah, I, I understood the direction of the pick. Like, getting edge was makes sense. Because you lose Trey Hendricks and Marcus Evans, Marcus Davenport after his fifth year is going to be gone. Uh, Cam Jordan is going to be gone pretty soon. So you you want to start getting some more edge guys. But was this the guy? I don't think so. I mean, his draft rank wasn't even in the top thirty-two. It was. And then the rest of their draft was trash as well. We'll get to that in a little bit. Eric Stokes goes to the Packers. Another reason why Aaron Rodgers is pissed because he's keep drafting defense. Can I get an offensive player? But Stokes is good. I want Stokes to Stokes, go to the Saints. Stokes is good. He's fast. He's um, he was kind of surprised that he oh, would be Sante taken Samuel this early because yeah, Sante Samuel even on his own team, Tyson Campbell was probably a little bit better than him. But he does have a but lot yeah, of Kelvin upside. Joseph. He does, he, yeah. But he does have a lot of upside, so it's not a terrible pick for the Packers. I just don't know what they've been doing with their draft. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the past few years. The Bills stay strong because they couldn't get ATN or Najee. So they just add on to that great defense and get Greg Russo a little more of a project than they're used to. But I think the Bills have like the organization to take on projects because they've shown they can mold them into the type of players they want. And I like Russo, man. Yeah, I think the best edge guy behind Quiddy Pay. It's the same thing. We, Jamar Chase didn't suffer from this because everyone kind of realized that he was the best guy, would have been the best guy last year if mm-hmm. he would have been in it. But, like, because Gregory Rousseau opted out of 2020, not a lot of people remember how great he was in the 2019, but he was a stud. I mean, 6'7", 266, the dude is Baller. a beast. So, you know, I think that this was a big pickup for the Bills. I don't really know much about whether or not this was something that they truly needed. Um, but I just think know, what they wanted was gone. Maybe so, but this is definitely something that's going to be a big addition for them. No, 100%. Baltimore gets... 
their second pick with Odafe Owe from Penn State, another edge. Good for them. They already got their receiver. Let's stir up the defensive line. They couldn't get Von Miller. So we'll get a, another edge rusher to add to this. And then Tampa Bay, just the rich get richer. Their defensive line was their best part last year. And they had another young guy, Joe Tyron or Tryon. Yeah, he's definitely a pick for the future. Eventually, you're going to lose Shaq Barrett. Jason Pierre-Paul might go away to retirement because the dude only has three fingers on one hand. Um, so this was something to solidify the future. I think that was a lot of the idea for Tampa because they pretty much carried the same team that won the Super Bowl. So a lot of their picks felt like it was going towards the future. And this was uh, the start of that. I'm with you. So, all right, how do we feel? Let's talk about the Saints. How do we feel the Saints draft was? Because the Saints is the hometown team. They um, trade up in the third, but in the second they get Pete Werner, linebacker from Ohio State. I think that's their best pick. No. Mm-mm. You don't think so? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. He was probably even worse than Peyton Turner. Damn. Um, he- See, I, I saw a lot of people saying they liked that pick because he, he showed he was a good linebacker in Ohio State. I- he got worked by Bama, mm. especially uh, by Devontae Smith. They tried to he tried to do a a man to man. Oh, that's the issue putting the linebacker on Devontae Smith. I mean, there was just a lot of opportunities in that national championship game where he just got exposed. Mm. I, I, you know, based upon the games that I saw with Pete Werner, I don't, I don't really necessarily think that this was a, a solid pick. I think Zach Bond's better than him. Mm. You know, Zach I, Bond's I think, playing this year. Yeah, I mean, if anything, he was probably your Anzalone backup that would have, like, kind of to replace that role. But, like, I, I don't think – Paulson Odebo? Yeah, 100%. He was the best pick uh, by the Saints. Third round, uh, the corner out of Stanford. Mm-hmm. He was one of their best players in the whole team. And, you know, oh, yeah. the Saints, I'm the first Stanford team that was probably one of the better in the Pac-12, so – you know, I, I think that that was probably their best pick. Definitely needed uh, with some aging guys on the, uh, in the secondary. Someone that fact. really needs to be and some that might be the in number jail. two. Some that might be in jail. That's you a know, fact, uh, bro. Dude, dude got caught with a stolen gun, dummy. You know what? Adebo, Lattimore, and uh, C.D. Deuce. Those are got to be your, yeah, your main and guys then in, in the, the secondary. Fourth round, Marks Williams. We waste a pick and go on Ian Book. Yeah, at this point, I, you know, there was talks that Nick Mullins could have been signed to be your third. I felt like that probably would have been better than going Ian Book because we've seen that Nick can play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ian Book is kind of a question mark. So we'll see what happens in training camp if the Saints add anyone else to quarterback. But in already a quarterback competition, why bring on a rookie that, you know, really, really has no, has no shot in getting a starting role here? Some people um, are saying turn him into a wide better. receiver like Edelman. He has speed. He has the oh, same. He barely has Edelman. speed. He said he had a better forty time than Edelman. Okay, well, there you go. So that's what I'm saying. And then the in the seventh round, we take offensive lineman out of Kentucky, Landon Young. Six I actually like that pick. You know, helps solidify the trenches. Yeah, I think Landon Young was a fine pick. Uh, I also like Kwan Baker. I mean, of course, I'm an alumni of South Alabama, so of course I'm going to like the second ever draft pick out of South Alabama's history. Kwan Baker. Oh, our uh, our wide receiver is he a baller? He is. He was the main baller for South Alabama. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, he like I said, he's the second ever South Alabama player to ever get drafted in in the into the NFL. And the other one was Gerald Everett, who's been proven to be a pretty talented NFL player. 
So if a South Alabama player is getting drafted, he ran a four four three forty time. That's what I'm saying. You know, he was legitimately the star for South Alabama last year. You might just have that small school issue. Probably so. I mean, Sun Belt. It took to the fifth round for a Sun Belt player to get drafted. Um, That that wasn't Elijah Mitchell, huh? Mm-mm. He, but he was after the first one. First one yeah, was Appalachian I know Elijah State went to Corner. The 40, Elijah went to the 49ers with Trey Sermon. So yeah, Kyle Shanahan gets two two amazing backs to add to most already, mm-hmm. who's amazing. Yeah. So, so yeah, I thought this Trey Sermon pick for them was really good. Who do you think had the best draft? Which team? Who do I think had the best draft? Yeah. Hmm. Probably the Dolphins. Dolphins are up there for me. I like the Jets draft. The Jets draft wasn't bad. Just go, going all offense for Zach Wilson. Yeah, I like you know, the 49ers draft. What I would say about the Dolphins, you know, they brought they bring in Jalen Waddle. That's great. You know, Jalen Phillips has a huge potential to be great. Um, you know, Javion Holland was one of the only other names from Oregon besides Penny Sewell that I knew. You get a, a Notre Dame offensive lineman that's solid. Hunter Long from Boston College was actually one of the better players on their team. So, you know, they, they had some good, some quality talent to their team. So, good on them. Saints had one of the worst drafts. Them and the Raiders. Saints definitely had one of the worst drafts. Gosh, sucks, Saints. Hopefully we're looking at the Yeah, the Raiders was pretty bad. Raiders had a shit draft. It was us and the Saints. Trust me, I know. I know who people were saying had shit drafts, and I hated that people were saying the Saints did. But it's true. Also, that's enough NFL draft talk, don't you think? Or did we did we did we miss anything? No, I don't think we really missed anything. A lot of the stuff is going to be too hard to tell. We don't really want to go too in depth on it all. But I mean, that was pretty much the big gist of the beginning. Um, yeah, and I don't really care to to compare who, what college team gets drafted the most. So. Yeah, so now I'm with you. I'm with you 100. Save that for the ESPN's Fox Sports of the World. Aaron Rodgers wants a trade. I, I'm with him. Ask for. I think he's in the right. Do you? Well, he can ask for a trade all he wants, but it doesn't but necessarily make yeah. enough sense for. Uh, it doesn't make any sense for Green Bay to do that. And where would the landing spot be? It seems like everyone's kind of shirt up at quarterback at this point. Uh, it really just depends on what the moves would make. I think that the best move for Aaron Rodgers would be if the Falcons decided to trade that Ryan right. and Julio. I think the Packers would take that in a heartbeat, and I think it would make both teams significantly better. Oh, man. If Rodgers came to Atlanta, oh, Shuby, don't do that. Don't send him here. Fuck. Uh, that's good for him. 49ers would have been good before they tra- drafted Trey Lance. Now I think that's over with. Um, yeah, I agree. Because I don't think he wants to go there and have the same Jordan Love situation with Trey Lance. Yeah, I, I, and Aaron Rodgers says that he wants out of Green Bay. And I understand that, but like at the end of the day, where are you going to go? A lot of the bigger market teams don't really need him, uh, except for the New York teams. And I don't think the New York teams can really have the capital to trade uh, at the moment. It's more of a signing, signing thing. Why you know, he's the Raiders? He's not going to go to the Rams. Uh, he's not going to go to the Chargers. He's not going to go to the 49ers. He's not going to go. Vegas is, Vegas is solid. I've I've heard that out in in the world that he could do Vegas. Um, Denver is pretty much out of it at this point. I think they've kind of settled up what they're going to do this season. Yep. So I don't know. know. We're going to see, but I think it, 
think it happens next year, not this year, next year. Also, the Pellies, we're not dead, Shuby. We're not out of it yet, baby. We play the Warriors three times. If we win, we're in, apparently. Like, we got to win out, but, like, the Warriors wins count for two. Count for two. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Monday night. Moving forward. Yeah, Monday night. Tonight, by the time you guys hear this. Shout out to my boy, Justin. He'll be sitting in my seats for that game. Nice. So I hope he cheers them on. Man, and, you can't get rid of him yet. There's a shot. Lonzo Ball drops 30-something points, baby, to keep us alive. Zo, pay that man his money? Question mark? Question mark, definitely. I mean, I, I've, you know, we've always been supporters of Lonzo. And I think that um, if he could finish out the season pretty strong, it'd be a good, perp- a good reason to keep him around. Yeah, he got to finish out strong, make this run solidify. But I think he knows that based upon that 30-point game. If he can do well against Steph, drop 27 points, and get us in the playoffs, he getting paid. So, but we're, we're going to talk yeah, basketball. I mean, I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I really think that Zion, Brandon Ingram, and Lonzo is a solid group to move forward with. Um, there's a, a lot of young guys who have really proved, proven themselves, like Kira Lewis, um, even Nikhil Alexander's proven that he could play. Najee Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. Najee Marshall has been a really big, big time player. We'll see what the Brazilian guy DD can do. Luzada Silva, man. If DD Najee turn out to be ballers, cut Eric Bledsoe's bitch ass out of there. We don't have to re-sign Josh Hart, and let's run with the young boys, man. Keep James Johnson as our veteran, and let's go get Stephen Adams' ass out of here too. Yeah, you can probably get something for him. Because I'm really like, I like Billy. Billy Hernan really? Gomez. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we'll see. We're going to talk more basketball, basketball heavy next week. The one, uh, the one other the thing draft. about basketball, though, mm. Phoenix Suns, number one. Shout, shout out to Phoenix, man. They deserve it. I see Chris Paul, MVP candidate, man. MVP candidate. Also, breaking news, LeBron hurt his ankle tonight. <laughs> mm. Yikes. Yikes for the Lakers. Is this the cheek in Brown's armor? Is Brown going to be done in by some ankle injuries? Maybe so. I mean, I think I really do think LeBron's just sticking it out till he can play with Bronny and then be out. He, it, li- it literally, I just got the notification from the athletic. LeBron's star was in second game back from high ankle sprain, leaves with right ankle soreness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, what, what's that? We got three more years possibly for Bronny to come in. Yep. So I, I, you know, I think I, yeah, I could see that this is the start of a decline. You know, winning that title last year is probably it, it could have been it. Mm, we gonna I'm not to gonna, I'm not gonna completely count him out because it's LeBron. That's what I'm saying. But I gotta wait and see. I can't count out LeBron. If just I, if I was the Lakers, oh no, you need to win. Never mind. Yeah, you gotta win. You got. To. You gotta win right now. Yep, that's a that's a fact. Can't do nothing but win. So, but we're gonna talk more basketball next week. We're gonna go basketball heavy. Get ready for the playoffs. Justin's coming back, bre- breaking shit down for us. I'm diving in. Just took a little break from NBA because of the NFL draft. Had to really dive into that. But Schubert, tell the people where they can follow you at on social media. And God, I need these fucking hiccups to go. You can uh, catch me on Twitter and Instagram at hschubert14. Uh, this week on the Bros Who Binge, we were talking about Without Remorse, Michael B. I'm, Jordan, Tom Clancy movie. movie. Uh, Gosh, we'll be talking about <laughs> the season, the season finale of Invincible. Um, and continuing on our top 25 actress list. So you can catch that on Thursday, Friday, whatever. Yep. Also, be sure to check out the most recent episode of Run It Back. 
we went down the comedy path, reviewed Step Brothers, me, Schubert, and Ian. Talked about that. That's out now by the time you guys hear this. Tomorrow, there's a new Never Less Than Ill podcast where we're dissecting Big Crit. Um, Thursday, like she said, Bros Who Binge Without Remorse review. And then that's pretty much it this week. And the next week, Anime Talk will be back and we'll be having a lot more stuff. So make sure you follow the Bros Who Think on Twitter and subscribe to the YouTube for all that goodness. But that's all we got this week for Schubert, for Brooklyn, for Doom. My name is Lennon. You guys have a good one. We'll talk to you next Monday. Until then, peace.